Hi, everybody. We are here recording on podcast. It's a Makers podcast, and we're recording live from Goodwood Revival. My name is Juliet Uzel, and my name is Atia Asmi. Yes. So our podcast is generally a podcast for people who love to make, you know, knitting, crochet, sewing. But today we're going to be speaking about sewing as a lifestyle. You want to tell us a bit more about that, Atia? Yeah, we just wanted to talk a bit more about how you can make sewing part of your everyday life as we have done. So in terms of replacing things like shopping for making your own clothes, and just crafts in general, and just making that more part of a sustainable lifestyle. Absolutely. What have you got on today, Atia, then? (laughs) So today, I'm actually wearing a vintage skirt, which I bought from the shelter charity shop. And I'm wearing it with a blouse that I made from some dead stock fabric from a shop called Simply Fabrics. Um, It's a fiber mood blouse, if you know that pattern company yeah and my jacket is actually one I made yesterday yeah I saw that on your um, Instagram and sewed the whole thing yesterday wow it's made from a jacquard fabric from a French company called Studio Walkie Talkie yeah and the pattern is by a company called I Am Patterns so it's a really straightforward pattern actually it's only four pieces oh yeah done really quickly I probably could have done it in maybe two hours if I put my mind to it do you remember what the pattern's called the yeah it's called Artemis It's kind of a pattern that's been out for a couple of years, I think now. And it's been one that I've wanted to make for a long time, but just not got around to it. So I'm really pleased that I finally made it. And it's so easy. I'll probably make another one or two over winter as well. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I mean, I have here a jacket that I made before coming out here. I thought, in what ways could I incorporate something that I've had for a while or something vintage? And I thought... I've got this lining that I made from, this is a very vintage lining fabric that I bought from Market in London, Walthamstow Market. And I have this jacket here as well that's been made using some dead stock fabric. And, you know, dead stock's really... Yeah, it's just a leftover fabric once designers have used the amount that they need and then they sell it off to some fabric shops. It's a great way to use fabric, particularly if you want something unique or if you don't want to buy sort of ready manufactured fabric which would you know if you don't want things to go to waste basically yeah and it's a nova jacket used to be called a Sapporo jacket yeah and I guess yeah that's what I've got on so we thought we would talk about how we incorporate sewing into our lifestyle I've been sewing since 2013 it was essentially a hobby that I decided to pick up. I'm a school teacher and I needed something to unwind after a tough day at my job. So sewing started that way. But I wonder, how did you get into sewing, Atia? Well, I've always been interested in sewing. So even when I was younger, my mum would sew clothes for us. And yeah. I always wanted to learn how, but she had quite like a technical machine and I couldn't really get to grips <laughs> with it. And then I studied textiles for GCSE at school and I made a couple of things then, but I think we didn't really learn a lot about like using patterns, commercial patterns. So I didn't really fully get the hang of it. When I was doing my junior doctor trainings, you tend to have like bits of time, like if you've finished nights or you have a few days off here and there. So I used to use that time to learn about sewing. But mostly I was making things like bags or like small household things like purses, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then when my eldest son was born, I decided to do a dressmaking course at an adult education college. And that really just helped me to understand the whole process of 
dressmaking. Yeah. And then I really started making a lot more clothes for myself in the last four or five years. And that's why I mostly make now. Yeah. So it's a skill that I feel like has um, really enriched my life. People tend to ask if sewing my own clothes has helped me save money. And I think I've benefited more from the mental health benefits of it than the actual financial you don't really make clothes to save money, although you might think that it would help in some ways. It depends on what you're buying. So like if I want to buy a jacquard coat from a high-end designer, then it might cost me like 150, I don't know. Pounds, yeah. Obviously, if you're comparing against like the high street or particularly fast fashion, you're never going to win with making your own clothes. And nor would you want to, to be honest, because obviously if you compare the kind of practices in fast fashion, we don't want to emulate that in our home lives. We don't want to waste massive fabric or exploit people or those sorts of things so obviously just by making your own clothes you're cutting out that whole aspect of fast fashion of yeah exploiting people who are maybe not being paid a very good wage and also you just know so much more about you know you feel more confident because you can make sure your clothes are the right length like this jacket I had to take a couple of inches or something off the sleeves to make sure it fit me properly whereas if I bought it from a shop it wouldn't fit and I wouldn't feel as good in it so yeah um, that whole aspect of making yourself more confident by actually choosing, you know, every aspect of what you want to wear and actually tailoring it, you know, your own body as well. Body. I had a problem earlier on in my sewing journey. I really did struggle finding the right pair of trousers for myself. Like considering the type of body that I have, it was either it was too long or it was because I'm not tall, but it was too long or the waist wasn't right or the hip. So Making my own clothes really did ensure that I tailored it to my specific body type. When we do make our own clothes, juggling it with an actual day job, it can be quite a struggle, can't it? So how do you manage to juggle? How do you fit sewing into your daily life? I would say sewing is part of nearly every day for me. So Either I'll be sewing something or I'll be threading my machine ready to sew something or I'll cut out a pattern or yeah. I'll choose a pattern in some way that's always present in what I'm doing. And, yeah. you know, for example, if I'm going to an event, you know, sometimes before I'd be searching for the perfect dress or something yeah. online or like in the shops. And I yeah. don't really do that anymore. I'd probably plan in advance a fabric that I wanted to use and the yeah. pattern and then try and use that and Although people think sewing is very time consuming and they think, oh, I don't have time for that. Yeah. Actually, if you think you might spend three or four hours looking for the perfect dress in the shops and you might not find it. And in that time, you could have made something that you actually really like and you really value and you feel good in. So yeah. for me, it's worth that time investment. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to pick up on something that you said. Well, I've just recently moved house and my sewing machine and all my sewing supplies are packed away. So, well, they're still in boxes and they haven't been unpacked. So I've been spending my time thinking about sewing, planning my next project. I mean, the weather's changed now and I've already got my next jacket, my next coat and a jacket that I'll be making for myself for autumn, winter, planned out, the sewing pattern pieces cut out, ready for when I'm ready to sew. So I guess in one way or the other... You're thinking about sewing if you are not sewing, right? Exactly. And also in terms of fitting it into the day. So obviously if you're working full time, it's actually really difficult to yeah. find the time to fit. And obviously you have to kind of have that passion for it to be able to want to do that in your time off. But like quite often I'll cut out a pattern while I'm watching something watching TV. Watching a show. Yeah. Um, or I'll just do a little bit. Like sometimes 
You might even spend, say, 10 or 15 minutes doing a couple of steps on your sewing pattern. Yeah. And by the end of the week, you'll have something ready. So even though when you think you don't really have much time, there's yeah. enough time to make something if you really want to. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. So we're wondering if anyone in the audience sews their own clothes. You make your own clothes. Wonderful. It's lovely to see. Okay, I didn't come from a background of learning to sew from attending classes. Did you attend any... Well, later on in life, did you attend yeah, classes? Later on, and I think at school, textiles is sometimes made into an intimidating subject. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just the way it's taught, maybe it's less approachable or we don't learn like practical skills of like things that people want to make, like that you want to make your own clothes. Yeah. So I think learning those skills at an early stage, you build those foundations. So I didn't really learn that at an earlier age. Yeah. But there's actually such a wealth of material available now online that I learned most of the things I wanted to learn online. Even though I did the dressmaking classes, it kind of crossed the T's yeah. <laughs> for me. But the basics you can learn online, online. very easily now. So many courses yeah. and yeah. YouTube videos and things available. Yeah, there are courses. And the good thing about doing a course, and well, sewing course, is you can pause, rewind. And you've also got a community there that you can communicate with and engage with. I like that. And I hear someone has a book where you can learn to sew by the end of the book. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. um, Yeah. Books. Books were very valuable to me in my sewing journey. Back in 2013, YouTube videos and sewing courses online weren't really a thing. So it was mainly blog posts. I don't know if people still read blog posts these days, but blog posts were very useful for me then and books. I guess I did it the hard way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Blog posts are definitely quite a big part of my kind of sewing journey as well. But yeah, I think it's so much easier nowadays. Yeah. It's a lot easier if people want to pick it up. And I've seen some sewists who just started really relatively recently, just in the last last year or something. And they make amazing things. Yeah. Talked to a few people like Tammy. Tammy, yeah. Started sewing relatively recently and now has a whole pattern company. Yeah, absolutely. And she, her sewing patterns are targeted towards beginners right the sewing patterns don't require a lot of well, advanced skills I think it's such a wonderful skill to learn and we really enjoy it and Atia you do other hobbies don't you and crafts yeah my main one I would say is knitting knitting and some crochet as well and again that's something that you can easily fit into your lifestyle in terms of like a lot of times I'll take knitting along with me when I'm waiting in a queue or like you know on a long journey yeah I mean you were knitting whilst we drove up to um, <laughs> yeah, good a little bit in the car as well so I found there's lots of little space in our day when you can fit things in like that and then you feel like some of that time is more fulfilling you know, mm. you know you just like otherwise you would have wasted that time just yeah. standing in a queue or like waiting for somebody like I'm often waiting for my children in like yeah. lessons or like taekwondo or something so it's <laughs> good to use that time for something that's productive for me as well as for them yeah you were on a very long journey you did interrailing across Europe didn't you yeah did you take so any crafts with you I did I took a sock project all oh, right I thought a sock project is pretty easy to carry around with you and it's quite lightweight you know it was something that required a bit of concentration because it was in a pattern mm-hmm. like a lace pattern so I thought I'll take that with me and I did actually manage to make most of one sock in three <laughs> weeks which is actually pretty good for me because the last pair of socks I made I think it took me six years. So oh, I made oh. one and then the next one languished oh. for a long time and oh. then finally got finished in lockdown. Yeah. Do you watch videos or do you read actual sewing patterns for and instructions for knitting the socks? Yeah, I usually mm. follow just a pattern for that. Instructions. instructions. But 
with this pattern, it had some new techniques to me. So I did use some YouTube videos to learn the new techniques. So yeah. there's always something to learn as well, which I think is a yeah. good thing. Like you're always challenging yourself and learning new things with all kinds of crafts, really. So it's always worthwhile. Okay. We were also wondering whether anybody else out here in our audience do any other crafts apart from sewing, knitting, crochet? No? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just as a complete sewing novice, what's yeah. the first thing that you recommend starting with? I would recommend starting off with a tote bag because you're just working with straight lines. You don't have to do any gathering. You don't have to work around corner, well, curves. A tote bag is very easy to get into or a simple purse without a zipper. What do you think, Atia? Yeah, something like a drawstring bag is drawstring quite a good, bag. easy one and quite useful as well. I mean, for sewing projects for dressmaking, I would always recommend starting with a skirt because skirt. in general, they're not actually too difficult to make and they're mostly straight lines. The only one thing might be learning gathering. But yeah. again, sometimes you can just do an elasticated waist skirt. You don't have to learn any gathering techniques for that. And then you have like a wearable item, which is yeah. quite quick to make as well. And a lot of times, like say, I'm keeping back to the jacket, but this jacket is actually such a simple design and it's the fabric that makes the jacket. And same with yeah. this as well, Julia. Yeah. So it's all about the fabric a lot of times. So you can go with really simple designs and a lot of the high street or sort of like clothing brands that I like, like Toast and other yeah. sort of cars and places like that. They often use really, really simple designs, but with just really good quality materials. Mm. And that's where I would recommend people start. So oh. one of my favorite pattern companies, which is Merchant and Mills, which also produces fabric and they're quite a good one. They also have that slightly vintage, yeah. kind of classic look to a lot of their designs. Yeah. So it's a good place to start if you, and they also do some video workshops and tutorials as well. So that's a place I would suggest. If what are they called again? Merchant, Merchant and Mills. Mills. Perfect. Okay. Well, I guess, yeah. Tote bags. If you want to get the young ones onto um, sewing, tote bags is a great one to get them to start sewing from because you want to have something tangible at the end of it. So yeah, I would recommend a tote bag. Men's sewing. Can we talk about men's sewing a bit? Have you? Men's sewing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel kind of like, I do a little bit of men's sewing, but I guess I just like sewing for myself. <laughs> well, a little while ago, I made my husband a jumper. It was just a shawl collar sweatshirt, actually. That's actually a really nice, simple design yeah. as well. I was intended to make him a shirt and I will one day, but I haven't got around to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think he would appreciate it, but yeah. maybe not quite enough for me to. <laughs> I think, Jumpers are a good one for um, presents as well, especially with Christmas coming up. So simple jersey fabrics can be used to make jumpers, not only for Christmas, but birthday presents. And they aren't that difficult, are they? Because no, you just not. need like the front, the back. Are really straightforward. And, yeah. And Mostly five pieces. Yeah. Yeah. So sleeves front, back, and then just your ribbing. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty straightforward. Another thing that I made, I mean, upcycling is a great way for making gifts as well. So I've upcycled jumpers into scarves in the past or like use leftovers to make scarves. So that's quite a nice, simple gift as well, which is useful. Yeah. yeah snoots. You know snoots that people make using thick jersey fabrics? Those are great as well as gifts. And they're quite timely for the sort of season we're about to get into. So snoots, just a circle. <laughs> Oh, well, a long rectangle that you close up in, into a circle and then line it and bag it out. That's it. And again, that's another area where I feel like when you sew, that becomes part of your lifestyle to make something rather than always to buy something. Yeah. Because if you make something 
you know that you put a lot of thought into and just yeah. made well then I'm yeah. sure that will be appreciated as well I always have a story behind everything that I've made and I have lots of memories like when I made this jacket I remember what was going on in my life and I always have something to say about maybe where I got the fabric from or at what point I was in my life really so yeah sewing yeah so hopefully yeah. we've encouraged some of you to sew <laughs> <laughs> does anybody have any questions for us in the audience today it's okay <laughs> that's okay okay we've come all the way out here and it's been fantastic seeing the different garments that people have got yeah, we've on. We've actually really enjoyed seeing what everyone's wearing. It's really been really inspiring. And yeah. I myself, I haven't been much of a vintage sewer, but I'm definitely going to look into that as well and see what designs I might be interested in making. In would you go vintage from the sewing patterns? Would you go for a vintage sewing pattern or would you go vintage fabric? So I would like to try some vintage styles. Okay. But I'm not really quite sure what would necessarily suit me. Maybe like something like a wrap dress or something of that kind. Oh, yeah. But yeah, vintage fabrics, I do. I did mention previously that I'd been to a vintage fabric shop yeah. near me in southeast London. So I'd definitely be interested in using some of their fabrics. I've actually bought a couple of their fabrics to use as well. So yeah, yeah watch the space. <laughs> oh, okay. I will give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Simply Fabrics, which is a fabric shop we have in southeast London as well, do stock some old fabrics from many years ago so i think i'm gonna go down the fabric route so that next goodwood <laughs> revival i'll be here with something i've made in 2022 ready for 2023 yeah so thank you everyone thank you so much for listening thanks to thanks for us. joining us